Welcome to A Reason to Talk with Chris Reason. We are now doing another episode into the supernatural and spirit world. Um, I don't know if it's another episode, but it's the first. We were talking about haunted places, so why not start at a haunted music ve uh, venue in our very own Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Rave, also known as the Eagles Club, is what the haunted place I am talking about today. Um, before we get into the stores, let's hear from our sponsor. Are you a poetry fan? fan poetry that's dark down to earth and realistic then check out my book nostalgic memories a book of dreams and nightmares as poems available now on amazon get the book either the paperback version 14.99 or the kindle version 4.99 available today the kindle version might be free if you have kindle unlimited so the rave slash eagles club commonly known as the simply the rave formerly known as the eagles club and central park athletic club and entertainment center or commonly central park ballroom is a concert venue in landmark in milwaukee wisconsin the building is divided into five venues, making it theoretically possible to have six different acts playing at the same time. The Eagles Ballroom is the building's showpiece, featuring 25,000 square feet oval wooden dance floor originally installed when the building was constructed, in addition to a large old-fashioned domed ceiling and a stage on one side. Originally a ballroom, it has hosted everything from boxing matches to concerts to ethnic dances. There is a second floor with a row of balconies around the oval from one side of the stage to the other. The ballroom hosts the most popular acts, and its history includes Bob Dylan, who performed six times here, The Offspring nine times, Bad Religion five times, Maroon five, Corn, My Coming Romance, and many, many more musical acts. In addition to those, the Jonas Brothers performed their first major concert as a headliner here. Jason Mraz uh, also filmed an entire live DVD here called Tonight, Not Again, Jason Mraz Live at the Eagles Ballroom. The music video for CKY's song Close Yet Far was shot at the rave. Certain interview clips from All Time Low's 2010 DVD, straight to DVD, were filmed to the uh, on the roof of the building. The rave hosted ECW events in 2000, such as Hardcore Heaven in May and various ECW on TNN episodes. The rave Eagles Grand Ballroom currently hosts Milwaukee's base, Milwaukee-based combat sports promotions, North American Fighting Championship, NAFC, MMA, and Knockout Kings Kickboxing. During the Eagles' tenure, the Eagles Club featured an athletic club with a two-story gymnasium, bowling alley, boxing ring, basketball court, handball courts, and a 50-foot by 75-foot swimming pool. There were also a variety of lounges, a barber shop, a radio station, cafeteria, pool hall, and a rooftop outdoor lounge. To this day, the only thing that is known to still be in the basement there in the basement of the rave is the haunted swimming pool. There have been pictures of musicians that took with them next to the pool. Not sure if any of the other, uh, all, any other of those places that were stated there are still intact to any detail, but that's not what we're talking about today. Easily the rave's best kept secret. Most popular, most people are completely unaware of the pool's existence. Although rumor has it that it's not uncommon for performers to ask to check out the defunct swim spot. As a result, the pool area is now filled with autographs rather than water. These days, the only way to get a peek of the pool, if you're not a rock star, is to take one of the Rave's guided tours, which are offered periodically. Also, some VIP packages include pool access. You, you should be warned, though. The pool, along with the rest of the Rave, is allegedly haunted. The pool is believed to be haunted by the three youths that drowned in this water. Staff members have reported several strange happenings, including hearing phantom footsteps and seeing the, uh, the ghost of a little girl wandering around the pool. Iconic rock and roll figure, Buddy Holly, died in the tragic plane crash right uh, after playing his last show in the ballroom along with other musicians. Two of the children drowning led to the closure of the pool. In addition to those children, a 17-year-old man, or a boy pretty much, died in the pool after suffering a heart attack. Okay, so there has to be something either haunted or something really wrong with somebody to have a heart attack at the age of 17. 
Um, and then probably, I'm assuming, led to drowning afterwards if he was still in the pool. Staff members report seeing lights go off in the building and hearing noises when no one is around. Legends say that the former employee named Jack still inhabits the uh, boiler room and doesn't like when people interrupt his work. A group of ghost hunters captured a disembodied voice yell, Get out! The basement and other areas that aren't open to the public have had the most paranormal sightings, which is why they keep the doors locked. I would love to take a tour in there, especially for the podcast, YouTube, and video it, and see what the fuck we find. Maybe nothing, maybe something. You never know. I want to go see these. I love haunted houses. Uh, don't get really too scared, but I just love to see the stuff. The Eagles Ballroom is one of the most beautiful ballrooms in the city, but it also has its share of creepy occurrences. One employee tells the tale of a man standing on the balcony in the ballroom, but once security was sent to remove him, the man vanished before his their eyes. Many bands say they feel as though someone is watching them as they rehearse. Down the street from the rave, on the other hand, built in 1928, lies the Ambassador Hotel. Visited by famous uh, entertainers such as the Beatles and Walter Burt's uh, Buster Keys, later to be known as Liberace, um, the Ambassador Hotel had some other famous visitors, as well as John F. Kennedy, before his run as president in 1960. He spoke to a convention of United Chemical Workers there. If there's any uh, ghosts in the Ambassador, it's probably that of Stephen Tumai, or Tommy, who was Jeffrey Dahmer's first victim in Milwaukee. Now, if you don't know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer liked to, uh, I believe, freeze his victims after they were dead and eat them. Not 100% sure if that's completely correct, but that's the whole thing. And this was his first victim that was claimed in Milwaukee, as stated in uh, later on uh, with his conviction, uh, conviction and everything. Dahmer met Tomai in September of 1987. At that time, Dahmer was out on probation after molestation charges of a minor. The two men spent the night together drinking heavily and visiting multiple bars. Later that night, they ended up in a room together in the Ambassador, room 507, which is room some Dahmer historians have requested to stay in. I'd love to try it out. Um, try to kind of pull like the whole movie 1408 thing where go into haunted places to see if it's actually haunted and then go into that one hotel room where it is. Um, let's see. Uh, Dumber killed Tomai uh, while he was in a drunken stupor, a uh, drunken state. Upon waking up to find Tomai dead, Dahmer put the body in a suitcase and took it to his grandmother's house where he was living in the basement. He acted out necrophiliac desires and then disembodied the, uh, dismembered the body. Supposedly, when Dahmer awoke to find Tamai dead, Tommy, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that, uh, the body was in an awkward position, hanging off the side of the bed. Some visitors have reported instances of waking up to discover their partner in a similar awkward position. Visitors to room 507 have reported a variety of experiences, such as he uh, heaviness to the room that they can't quite explain. Some people get woken up in the middle of the night by odd circumstances. Now, I'd love to go visit both um, the ambassador with the room 507 with jo uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's first uh, murder, which is kind of odd that they're down the street from each other, not even barely a block or two. Um, with the rave being built in 1926, there so should be some creepy shit going on. I would love to tour that uh, pool and see if I can get uh, any access to the locked positions or locked doors to see if there's anything else there, like that barbershop or the uh, rest of the athletic club and everything else in there. They had pool halls, bowling alley, all that stuff. Um, I love to like go visit like all these places, see how it is. But let's hopefully I can find more uh, interesting places to talk about that has a little bit more to the haunting. Um, if you ever go to the rave, they still do have concerts. So if there's any eerie feeling when you go there, that might be why. Uh, Ambassador Hotel is still running to uh, this day as well. They had some setbacks, uh, I believe, at one point, but it is still running well. Uh, I want to th uh, 
we thank everybody for listening today to today's podcast of the episode of A Reason to Talk with Chris Reason. Hit that follow button on Spotify so you know when new episodes air. <coughs> Excuse me. New episodes air every Wednesday and Saturday. If you would like to hear more stories on 100 Places, send me tweets at, at the Chris Reason and other stuff on Facebook page for Chris Reason Network and YouTube channel of Chris Reason Network. Every uh, Videos come out every Wednesday and Saturday as well. Thanks for listening and see you next time.